Follow The Ron Show on Facebook at The Ron Show Radio. The Ron Show on America One Radio. And let me start by correcting myself a little bit because I kept interspersing the Midtown Cap project with The Stitch. There is an actually different plan, although they're like right next to each other. There is a different plan to cap an area of the downtown connector between Ted Turner and Piedmont Road uh, or Piedmont uh, Street in downtown Atlanta that is called The Stitch. Yeah, it would connect like uh, from basically the Hilton Hotel at Piedmont Avenue up to Ted Turner, which I want to say, yeah, it's just where, you know, where the Civic Center, the MARTA station is. Yeah, so it's not as large a project, but... That is uh, an additional project as well. And by the way, it is one of three highway capping projects in Metro Atlanta. The big one, the most audacious, being the Midtown Capping Project. Hang on while I clear my throat. The other two being the Stitch, downtown Atlanta, which is a, a much smaller footprint. And then there is Hub 404, which, again, this is not in a historically black area of Atlanta. This is all about addressing... Um, Georgia 400 in Buckhead. Again, all likable stuff. All very good stuff. But where's the equity, y'all? We are a majority, minority city. And we're throwing billions of dollars, private public funds, to addressing some fixes from the ravages of the interstate highway system that are aimed at majority white areas of Atlanta. Business corridors, business sectors of Atlanta, not historically black neighborhoods that were also ravaged by these interstates and state highways. Like I said, I mentioned Langford Parkway last segment. I don't know. I'm just a little, and I'm I'm a white guy. <laughs> I'm just a little bothered by the fact that I don't I don't see a whole lot of equity in these projects. And I mentioned as I I ended last segment in my rant that. I don't like, like I said, I'm not against these projects. I just, the, the lack of equity and the throwing of a ton of money for fixes to areas of Atlanta that aren't suffering. This doesn't address crime or poverty. Mm-mm, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not in any of these neighborhoods. Buckhead ain't, ain't suffering. <laughs> really, seriously. Midtown ain't suffering. Georgia Tech students, they're okay. They're doing just fine. There's a lot of green space around Georgia Tech. But when we want to address, again, poverty, which feeds into crime, we don't want to work on those areas of the city where, where the crime grows because the poverty's there. Poverty is the, uh, the, the fuel, the fertilizer for the crime that sprouts up between the cracks. You know what I mean? And that's kind of why the whole cop city thing and the hyper-militarization in general in the United States of our local county police departments just, to me, is, is throwing more bad money or good money after bad. It's just, it's like, it's like treating the migraine you have instead of realizing there's a tumor in there. And if you'd got the tumor out, you'd not have the migraines. Oh, and be free of cancer you know, in all likelihood. And I'm really kind of troubled today that in an opportunity to win over public sentiment 
for this Atlanta Police Training Center, for example, the mayor goes to the Atlanta Press Club today at this luncheon and then spits some data, some survey data, that eh, it's kind of problematic. He told the crowd that 69% of citizens in Atlanta support a police training center. Uh, Okay, a police training center. Not this specific location in South DeKalb, though, right? In the South River watershed, right? 61%, he says, like putting it in the South River Weelani Forest. He cited a poll, by the way, done by the city. And the wording of it is a little inauspicious. Here's the question. The city is currently building a new state-of-the-art public safety training facility that will be used to train and recruit new police officers and firefighters. Some opponents refer to the training facility as Cop City. As part of this process, some adjacent land will also be converted into new green space and parks that will be accessible to the public. Do you, and here are your options, support building the new public training facility, oppose building the new public training facility, not sure. Did that question really tell the whole story? That in polling lingo is what you call a leading question, by the way. And there's also no mention of any of the forest destruction. Just the, again, the renderings. (laughs) Minus the renderings. There were no renderings in the poll, but it sounded really nice, right? Oh, we're just going to build this nice little training facility for our police officers. Actually, this poll says they're actually in the process of doing it. So if you're already in the process of doing it, who am I to be opposed to it if I'm being asked a poll? Well, you're already building it. Why are you asking me now? Don't you think that might lead to some of the results? Also, if you leave out the, the part of the, the deforestation. Mayor Dickens, by the way, on a uh, talk show last week, it was some um, like a Gainesville radio station. I don't know why he's on a Gainesville. I've invited him here, by the way. Um, anyway, on a, on a Gainesville radio station, he's talking about how like for every tree removed, they're going to replant 100. Um, where? And what kind? And who's going to hold us accountable for that? Okay, real quick, back to that poll that the mayor was citing at the press club today. Do you know what question number five was after you get through all the demographic questions like male, female, black, what age group, yada, yada, yada. The first legitimate question. How do you think the following people are doing their jobs? The first person, Bill White as leader of the Buckhead City Movement. Why is this? Why is the city? What? By the way, in an article in the AJC today written by Riley Bunch, the mayor is quoted as saying that uh, he describes uh, the police training facility as a site necessary, a hub for crucial training of both police officers and fine firefighters, and that will feature facilities from obstacle courses to police horse stables. But he did say, when you hear people say it's a place for police militarization, it's not. Okay. He did say, however... It's in response to both outcry over police brutality sparked by the death of George Floyd in 2020 and a need to respond to the city's high rates of crime. I'll say this. I, you know what I'd be for? I'd be for any police training facility that teaches cops it doesn't need 13 bullets to take down a potential assailant. That's how many times the activist who allegedly had a gun on him as well and allegedly fired first, although we don't have cameras, so we don't really know. We're just taking the word of law enforcement on that. Anyway, that's how many times that 26-year-old was shot. I know. I'm, I'm tired of hearing myself talk about it, too. I really am. <laughs> All this talk about multi-billion dollar generational change highway capping projects and the lack of equity throughout the city of Atlanta got me talking about Cop City again. I know. It's on me, and I apologize. 
But you see where it's being built, right? More Ron Show on America One Radio after this.